Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Common Sense Collective. Or you're trying to regain a balance in your life, your possessions, like you want to make more money, you want to be motivated by happier, you want to balance your content, content I hope you can relate to and hope that you feel. Thank you for listening in, and let the show begin. What's happening, everyone? Welcome back to the Common Sense Collective, and today I want to touch on something that hits a little close to home, you know, um... Anyone that's come to my home more than twice realizes that I'm a gamer. And, you know, I play video games, you know. And, uh, you know, with the recently Facebook or now Meta, as they're known. Well, that's really what I'm here to talk about. It's really not that serious. But I am here to talk about Meta because, you know, the whole idea of Meta, people are like, what's going on? Anyone that's plugged into, like, technology... Or, like, anyone that's been into, like, gaming or computing or anything for a while has been pretty familiar with the quote-unquote metaverse. And that's kind of what I want to dive into, kind of just through my, by letting you, giving you a little insight on kind of my gaming journey as to where we are now and why this all kind of makes sense. It's going to be a little bit out there at times, but it's going to be interesting because, you know, we always keep it interesting and funny, but we're also going to give you something that you have to be able to relate to, so... This may be a kind of a lengthy episode, maybe not, but just sit back, relax, and join me for the ride. There we go. So before I go any further, I figure it would be a good idea to actually explain what I'm talking about with Meta. If anyone hasn't heard, Facebook has changed its name to Meta. And Facebook has been playing in the marketplace of augmented reality for quite some time. If you look at the Oculus system... It's basically walking you through another reality, which is a video game, but it is you are experiencing another reality in the first person. That's why people get freaked out while they're playing it. You're walking around on the uh, stage in the game. So Facebook and other companies have been experimenting with augmented reality for quite some time, but recently Facebook changed its name to Meta. Now, this is something that some people thought that was spur of the moment, but it actually was discovered that Facebook or Mark Zuckerberg tried to, I believe, buy the uh, name or the web, uh, the rights to the name Meta or a website, something along those lines. But Facebook attempted to purchase the rights to be able to use Meta a couple years ago and another company owned it. But clearly that panned out and now Facebook is called Meta, uh, Meta Technologies or something along those lines. But that's where the whole topic of Meta came from. It's because Facebook has changed its name to Meta. And Meta, in so many words, can be easily determined to mean or be short for Metaverse, which I'm going to dive into a little bit in this episode. But I just wanted to delve into that before I got too much further. Let's go. All right, you know, I'm going to take you on a quick journey through a world, a world of microtransactions, a world of DLC, a world of turn-based games, a world that initially started in one aspect where you're running through a predetermined world where zero or one determines uh, determines what happens in the game, yes or no. You know, as we talk about, or as we look at, like, Facebook, no, meta and the metaverse, the idea of the metaverse is, you know, 
I'm going to try to describe it to you based on what my experience is. And uh, as I said, kind of in the intro, if you've been around me, you know I'm into games, but I'm also into sci-fi. And if you've been around me a couple of times, you've likely heard me mention Ready Player One. And, you know, this, the, when people say the metaverse, if anyone needs any idea of what we're talking about, I would direct them straight to that movie because that is what that's what we are essentially talking about the metaverse and then when to tie it into video games you know we've come so far from pong you know basically which was pretty damn near one of the first games ever made i don't know video game history that much i'm not that in tune anymore but there's basically two rotary now a rotary knob that move they paddle up and down as a sprite bounce across the screen and that was basically the first video game. Then you've always had card games and adventure epics and stuff like that, which exist in their own world. You know, and the meta world, metaverse, you know, is, uh, well, let me continue talking about the games. You know, like, I'll go back to one of my favorite games for Dreamcast, Fantasy Star Online. And pretty much what it was, was a very base level version or one of the foundational games in what we see today in virtual communities which in so many words many people or you can look at the um metaverse is, as you have a virtual world where you know on fantasy star online where it's all put in by sega and the developers of that game but you know there's shops and stuff and you know it's pre-designed shops and everything but of course the inventories can change and you know they can I mean, they couldn't do it back then, but, you know, they could put different things. They could put different things in the inventory, but they wouldn't go as far as to change character sprites and stuff like that. Well, now, you know, if you can, if you go to the games like Fallout or any other game that has a, has a mode where you can build your own settlements, you can go and basically set up your own marketplace inside your settlements, set up trade routes and get different items and things of that nature. So setting up a virtual trade zone within a video game. You go to games like Second Life and The Sims, which are basically life simulation. Like, they've been people that have gotten... I've never even... I've never been into PC games because I could never really afford the hardware like that. But there are people or that play a game named Second Life, and there are people that have actually married off of this game Second Life. And, you know, it's, it's interesting to think about because we think... We look at it just like with MySpace, you know, MySpace... You can look at MySpace as a precursor to a lot of things, too. We were basically building our own realities. You know, we were putting music together, designing, doing entry-level coding. We were doing all of these things and building a world that we wanted our persona, our MySpace persona to dwell within. All of these things combined to kind of bring forth the metaverse, but let's keep talking, you know. Ready Player One hit on it the most, and a lot of the early video games, you know, tapped on it, but I'll give you a couple reasons why Ready Player One kind of nailed it. And of course, The Sims and Second Life, in my mind, really, really got that entire situation really popularized and normalized, where weird things were happening, and they began to, and one of The Sims games, when they added babies and stuff like that, you know, it's when it really got interesting, but if you think of the metaverse, you think of an area where you basically log in, and we've seen it on Ready Player One. It was your haptic visors and your haptic vest. We go back to video games. Nintendo 64, the Nintendo 64 revolutionized gaming, as did PlayStation. Now, I can't remember who was. I think it was the Nintendo 64 that was first. But when Nintendo introduced 
the rumble pack the rumble pack on your controller that changed video gaming because that added additional sensations to the game now you could feel the action you know when you're on regular nintendo super nintendo sega genesis or you have an arcade stick you're just pushing the buttons you know and the only motion that you feel is from you know you tapping but when that rumble pack was added you know i'll never forget that dude because i could never keep batteries for it because the thing ate through batteries but I'm playing GoldenEye, and I forget, and the rocket goes off, and my controller rumbles, and I'm like, whoa, what the hell? Now, hold on. Let me think. I'm thinking it was GoldenEye. It was a first-person shoot. I can't, I don't know, I can't recall if GoldenEye was Rumble Pack compatible or not, because that was a thing back then. There were no patches. But I digress. But you think about that. We go back to Ready Player One. It's Haptic Vest. You know, which is basically a vest that has a vest that you put on like a rumble vest. And they actually make them now. They make subwoofer vests that you can put on and link to your phone or whatever your music source is. And the bass can hit you in the chest. Go back to the idea of the rumble pack. And PlayStation with the dual shock controllers that added two rumble motors, which added even more, 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 um, in more, more captivating experiences in gaming because of the dual uh, rumble motors on the controllers. These things are revolutionary. You go back to back to your haptic vest. You know, you go back to your chairs. They've had the gaming chairs for years because I'll never forget. In the late 90s, as a kid, I wanted to get one. And it was a chair that basically you plugged into your video game system. And as things would explode, the chair would rumble and the chair had speakers in it. So you had basically, even back then, you know, way before then, you had music in automobiles and cars and stuff with subwoofers that rocked the whole house. Concert halls, music, rocking the streets, rocking buildings. Now you put that into a video game. Fast forward to Ready Player One. Now you have your haptic vest. So all of the technologies that will make a 100% realistic metaverse experience possible are already here. And they've been implemented on video games, like you said, with the rumble. The rumble in the sense, this was back in 1997, so it's 2021. There are so many technologies that are out that we probably have not existed. There are, I know that there are already vests that can, uh, that take signal, input signals, and can vibrate based on what happens in a video game or movie or anything. So it already exists. So what's the final thing? It would be your haptic visor when they basically say plug in and tune out. Nah, that's a derivative of something else I've heard. But what you basically do is... And this is where the whole, if you watch Black Mirror, a lot of this ties in because you, in many of these cases, now I will say this, I have to keep going back to Ready Player One. And Ready Player One, the, uh, the uh, haptic, the uh, visor, or Ready Player Two at least, Ready Player Two is when it really got off, but we're going to talk about one now. There's a non-intrusive way for you to put these sensors and things on. If you watch a lot of the movies, you know, a black mirror, it's chips that can be manipulated to make you hallucinate, see things, change your vision, your senses, and everything else. Ready Player One and the other technologies had non, non-intrusive non ways to get you in, basically fully enveloped in the game, which your haptic visor were basically, which was a helmet that you put on your head that had technology augmented to you, which you put probes and stuff on your body, would pretty much... Law and I, I'm assuming it had to be. They, I'm assuming they had to have been chipped. I can't remember that aspect of the movie. But 
you know, you get in the chair, you put this vest on, and basically your eyes are kind of mapped to what's going on. So where it's basically reading, I guess it's like broadcasting everything directly into your eyes or whatnot. So you pretty much get zapped into this virtual world in which you have an avatar like you do on Microsoft Xbox and every other console now. And the Wii, of course, you have an avatar that you use to navigate a virtual space. Essentially, what you do on any time you play in any lobby, NBA 2K, perfect example, playground mode, whatever the mode is. Don't play that game, but whatever the mode is, you have an avatar character that you built, and you're walking around a virtual world buying things. Grand Theft Auto Online, perfect example. Any, any video game where you have player-controlled uh, player and player-built merchant shops, same thing. You have an online avatar that you are physically controlling with a controller that you move around a virtual world, you buy virtual currency, you occupy virtual space. And given that you have vest and gear on that make you feel the sensations, you know, at some point, I believe in the in the later Ready Player One, and I don't want to give away part two, they even came out to a way where the vest could allow you to sense, to taste things and smell things. So at that point, and I don't believe we're too far from that. If it didn't already, I believe that may already exist. I don't know, because that's damn near really, that's really close to science fiction. But creating a system that's non-intrusive that allows you to smell and to hear and to, and to smell and to taste allows you to interact with senses that typically would not be able to be accessed without some type of intrusive measure. So imagine that, but... Now, you, it is your physical person that is controlling an avatar in a physical world. You can feel the pain. You can feel the pleasure. You can taste it. You can smell it. You can be a Superman. You could be Superwoman. It all depends on how much money that you have in the real world. That, and to be frank, that's something else we need to make very clear. I mean, and a lot of this is science fiction talking but science, in science fiction models, but the reality is, Behind all science fiction is a crazy idea that can at one point come to pass. So that's something to keep in mind. But if you really think about it, we're really not that we're we're here already. It's just now it's taken one company to make it okay to make it pretty much official. And everyone that's been following technology and autonomous vehicles were a very big thing because you're talking about AI driving cars. You know, we saw videos online of the robot that's jumping over the obstacle course. This stuff is real. So if you're just told, in my opinion, I would think the most difficult thing to be able to master would be the ability to make someone smell and taste. Because if you can make someone smell and taste in a virtual world, you essentially have created a measure that will allow people to experience their entire life in a virtual world. And with that comes a lot of problems. If you look in, again, if you visit Ready Player One, and now this is almost an advertisement for that, with every technology, there comes problems. Like, you know, when video games first came out, people being addicted to, video, addicted to video games. When pornography came out on the Internet, and this is still something that ravages people, pornography addiction. Now, I'm not talking, I'm talking about pornography addiction to the point where you can't, that's something else, another interesting topic, too. Being a, a pornography fan versus a pornography addict. But instances where you can't have a normal encounter because you're so desensitized by pornography or you have fantastical visions of things that are reality. In Japan, young men being hooked on, hooked to, uh, addicted to hentai. So with new technology always comes new problems. 
But when you when you introduce a situation where a person can effectively escape reality and experience that experience an alternative reality that they can feel, taste, touch and smell. Then at that point, the only reason that you would really have to work would be to for not for everyone, because the reality is there's another thing, too. There are a lot of people that will not adopt these technologies and. I mean, it's always it's always interesting when I say a utopian world where everyone adopts this technology and this is the only option. And I've always found it interesting because I never, given how societies are built, unless you live in a completely totalitarian society, there will always be the option to not do something. And I do believe that there will always be a host of people that will say, I'm, I'm good, no thank you. But if you get into a situation where you can taste and experience and feel everything that you ever wanted, Whenever you wanted to, for many people, their only goal in making real money would be to experience that pleasure over and over and experience everything they never had the opportunity to do. So at what point is too much of a good thing a bad thing? And at what point does this kind of thing become detrimental to society? Now, the reality is we already have things that create experiences that have been detrimental to society. So I do believe that I do believe that. When this type of technology is introduced, the world will change. But I don't believe it will be everyone until you run into situations where countries and economies only want to operate within this level of real estate. And I think at some point, we know that that is what we are leaning toward, a completely, I believe, a completely digital world, a completely data-driven world, which could lead to the rise of the machines, but I digress. But... You know, I just wanted to run that by everybody. You know, that's how I kind of look at the metaverse based on just video game and sci-fi experience and pretty much augmented reality. You know, you can live and experience whatever is available. I won't say whatever you want. At some point, it's just like, you know, if you go, if you're downloading templates on a uh, new software program, when it first starts out, you'll have some basic templates. But as more people and professionals begin to use the software and you have user uploaded software, it will begin to grow and expand, which is where things will really get interesting. But I hope I could educate you a little bit. We'll also have to run some game and nerd knowledge in there. Hope you enjoyed it. See y'all and hear from y'all soon.